Funk Snacks. We are whatever we eat. And welcome to the Bro You Haven't podcast with me, JJ Bugsnackin' Hardin, Adam, of course, he did the neutral run Clayden, and Joshua carrying the banner so you don't have to. Aitken, this week it is the famous indie game book club. We will be talking about Ashen, Windbound, Hades, Banner Saga 1, 2, and 3, the game that took the internet by storm, Undertale, and of course, we discover... The mysteries of bug snacks. Bug snacks! Whoa, whoa! It's bug snacks! Three, two, one. Oh! Hello, welcome back. That was actually alright. Spot on. That was perfect, I think. Oh, sugar, hang on. I just gotta close my door. JJ, oh, <laughs> already fucked. The one time we got the clap right. Yeah, yeah. Podcast is fucked. That's alright. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> I am here. I'm here in your ear. Boy, I'm here. I am the Senate. I am <laughs> the Senate. Do you know, um, I rewatched the old 80s Transformers movie the other day. Um, oh, yeah? I, I thought I'd just, I'd share this. It's a cold opening. Um, but you it's know, cold, in the Transformers, yeah. it's always like, Starscream's always a bit sneaky, and he's like, "Yes, and then Megatron will be gone, and I will be the leader." <laughs> yes. And you're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. <laughs> and then every time Megatron could just kind of brushes it off, like, "Ah, oh, Starscream, you piece of shit, go clean the toilets or something." You know, <laughs> yeah. it's usually like like a dull kind of punishment. Well, in the cartoon '80s movie, which is uh, I think it's PG or something, um. Megatron leaves for a while and he gets fucked over by Optimus Prime. So this, like, ancient Transformer called Unicron, alright, get basically rebirths him and makes Megatron, like, even more powerful. So he comes back and Starscream's having this big ceremony of this coronation because he's going to be, like, the new king of the Decepticons, right? And Megatron just arrives and freaking shoots him just <laughs> says no words and just shoots him freaking dead love and that you can see Starscream's eyes just absolutely lifeless and then he just falls into ash on the ground it's freaking wild that's for a PG in the that's what you get for being a snake you know all these kids in the 80s must have been like ha ha look at Starscream ha ha he's getting a crown those trumpets Megatron oh oh holy shit <laughs> Cold as ice, just <laughs> brutally murders this this janitor. Stone cold robotic G. It's savage. What have, what's um Josh? What have you been watching recently? Then, if he's he's delved into the eighties mechanics of, I don't know what the, what the world is, but what's what's the what's the planet called and um and and, and Transformers? What's the planet called? That original homeworld? Cybertron, you numpty. Cybertron, that's it. Cybertron. Cybertron, yep. I'm diving into the world. Now, I've not been diving into the world of Cybertron. What have I been watching? A lot of porn. Um, oh, that's fair. That's fair. Any good storylines? Um, yeah, what's your favourite storyline you've seen this week? Uh, uh, most of them... <laughs> Um, Busty sluts go nuts. I saw a Fortnite one. Whoa, my phone oh. just collapsed. Hold on. <laughs> his penis just erected so fast that it knocked his phone off the t- off the side. Did you just say you saw a? Did you say you saw a Fortnite one? Oh, that makes me very <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, did anyone see the thing? This is something that I've not watched. I was going to watch though. Uh, the footage has surfaced from a like a seventies version of Lord of the Rings, like the Russian version of Lord of the Rings, made in the seventies. Yes, I watched this. It's this so week, fucking yeah. weird looking. <laughs> what? How have I missed this? Are oh, you not watched this? It's all over Facebook. It's very funny. I know of all the people. Is it brilliant? It's a Russian retelling. Obviously, it's in Russian. Um, the costumes are... I don't know how to describe the costumes. They look like they look like, like 90s panto costumes. Oh, no. Oh, that's really upsetting. A bit like Blackadder costumes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I watched um, episode one to three of Star Wars... For the first time in like 10, oh, 15 years. okay. And do you know what? How was that? I, I, I really enjoyed them. I, I like them. Phantom Menace, okay, is probably the worst, it's probably the worst film. The second one's the worst one by far. Oh, I thought, I thought the fight scenes were excellent though. I can't, dude, I, I couldn't tell you what went on in the second one. The dialogue in the second one is horrible. There's a massive fight scene at the end. I tell you what. Yeah, I know there's a big fight scene in, in like an arena. Other than that. Yeah. That bit, it just that bit just made me want to play Battlefront Two again. Oh, oh, we had a great time playing Battlefront Two. That that week and a half, it was great fun. Yeah, yeah, we did, we um, did, we literally played it for a solid week and a half. Yeah, I do remember that. It was good fun. But no, actually, now I having watched the films this week, I can recall maybe three, three plot points. Maybe. Go on then. I would. Oh, you put me in the pressure now because I, I forget everyone's names all the time. After you. And it, spoiler alert: Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Yeah, that, that, all of the moments are from the last 15 minutes of the film. Just him burning alive. That's a great scene. That's, Revenge of the Sith is easily the best one. Padme dying, and then he is Darth Vader. You're breaking my heart, Anakin. <laughs> and then she dies. <laughs> Anakin, you're breaking my heart! <laughs> you're breaking me so hard! My allegiance is to the Republic! <laughs> to democracy! Democracy! Democracy, Maria! You brought him here to kill me! (laughs) In my opinion, the Jedi are evil! It's just like the, um, the McPoyle brothers. Literally. You will call her! You will call her! (laughs) (laughs) He's dead to me. Don't you hear me? He's dead! (laughs) So, what are we talking about this week, boys? It is. It is. Indie Game. <gasps> indie Game Book Club. Woo! Take three. Game. Game. Book Club. Indie Game Book Club. We need a separate theme tune for when it's an Indie Game Book Club episode. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We should have it like um, like a like a yield loot. Like the same funk riff, but on a lute. Bang, ding, ding, exactly like that. If I had access to a, a ridiculous amount of musicians, I'd get them to do a, a lute version. But unfortunately, with our tight budget, we cannot afford a, a lute version of the... It's the, it's, the, um, it's the Seinfeld theme music. Is that free use? I feel like it might be. I would, I would assume probably not. I don't know. They tend to use it a lot. I mean, if there's other shows with three, if there's other shows with like free use theme music, I vote that we go for Frasier. I might just whack some always sunny tunes on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll whack the tune on from the Russian version of Lord of the Rings. Yes, please. <laughs> Adam, Adam, I don't really know how to start this one. Should we talk about the ones we? 
haven't both played first and then i think we let the boy bring it bring one to the table let's let the boy bring one yeah let's let the boy yeah i only have one let's hear it for the boy i've got very little positive things to say that's fine man i've got i've got a negative is this the one that you you'd spent 20 quid on really excited and you thought actually i'm going to play this one this is exactly that game um (laughs) i bought a game and people that have played it probably because to my understanding it has quite like a like a loyal fan base. Cult following. Um, there's three of these games now. Yeah, like a cult following. Um, yeah. I bought the first one. Uh, the game is called Banner Saga. Now, Banner Saga is a turn-paced RPG um, set in a kind of... It's like Vikings, kind of like Norse myth- a Norse mythological world um, where giants and humans live kind of side by side and then there's these other kind of um, evil entities which are kind of like, just like mechanical drogger essentially, um, is the oh, whole yeah. deal with them. Um, oh, it's just so fucking slow, man. It's like the gameplay itself <laughs> is so slow. The turn-based combat's alright, actually. The turn-based combat's pretty decent. Um, that, that's done really well, especially it's, a, it's an older game, but it's done well. Um, and I enjoyed that, but it's the instances between that. It's, it plays like a text adventure, which I don't mind, but the text itself is boring as fuck. Is it like a, a Fire Emblem sort of thing? Turn-based, but on a map? Ooh, ooh. Careful if you're calling something because I like t- I like Fire Emblem. Oh, okay, um, I've not played that, but like a lot of the time during this, it'll be like you know your put your character or your party or was traveling between a place, and you're just literally watching them hmm. walk along the screen for about five minutes in real time. With the time. text going below the bottom, there's no text either. There's no text going. They're just watching them walking along the screen for five minutes. You can't control it. They're just doing it. And then there's like a little timer up the top that's like uh, your supplies, and that just goes round as days pass, and you just watch them. You do, and you do nothing. It's so fucking boring. Is there like an inventory management system as well? Or? Yes, I didn't get far enough that that became something that I actively had to do. But I got far enough that that was explained that you could like stop and camp and like random encounters could happen and shit like that. But like, ah, oh, it's just such a fucking drag, man. It was just such a fucking drag to play it. Mate, there's nothing more than getting hyped for a game and just being disappointed by it. Cyberpunk. <laughs> it does have a saving grace, to be fair. The one saving grace for it is the animation on it was actually fucking really, really nice. It was really quite gorgeous, actually. Um, do you know the style of Ooh. it? Do you ever Have you ever watched um, the old animated Lord of the Rings? Yes. That animation style in a game, right? But like with it, with like modern like capabilities of drawing and like, um, like a uh, computer quality in terms like that. So it's that style, but like crisp, crisp. So it looks good, but you're just bored as fuck. It looks good, and it's that style as well. When it's the um turn based, and it's from a bird's kind of a bird's eye, a kind of angled bird's eye view on the kind of battlefield, on a turn based on the board, but it's still that same kind of drawn style, which looks really nice, um. But other than that, fucking boring. So we were, we discussed this last week, what video game sort of style our persona would be. And I feel like you're just the opposite of turn-based. Yeah. Like RPGs, sort of, that sort of slow. So yeah, I feel you like... Hate, you hate, like, slow things. I lo- I'm no, I like... I, I, it's weird, because I really like uh, XCOM. I really like the game XCOM, and that's turn-based. Um, XCOM's got, like, a certain look to it, though, and a certain... But, like... 
feeling of pressure. Yeah, I think what it, yeah, it's the pressure on the XCOM I like. And I think the thing as well is with XCOM, literally most of the gameplay is turn-based combat. Like you're most of the time you're playing it, you're in combat. Like there's like bits of like you know, but base management and stuff outside of combat, but it's mostly combat. That game, the issue with it was is that combat was the most exciting part and it was so few and far between. Yeah, mm. I get that, I get that. I get what you mean. But yeah, that's my, my review of it. Four out of ten. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't enjoy your game. Four. To be fair, I could have... Yeah, four out of ten. I, I could have easily gone and played another game, but I just didn't. I just didn't do it. And just just a reminder for people so they know not to buy this game, Banner Saga. <laughs> yes, Banner Saga. Banner Saga. There's three of them. Don't buy. I've Banner only Saga. played. I've only played an hour of the first one. Don't buy any of them. Banana cigar. Banana cigar. How much did you spend? Twenty pound. Oh, that is upsetting. I should have known because you can also get it on a on on your phone. So I should have known it wasn't going to be a good game. Like it wasn't going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. If I can get it on my phone. I think I saw it on the PlayStation uh, Marketplace and was a bit like, uh, I think this looks a bit crap, but I kind of want to get it for some reason. It looks like it could, it looks like it should be really good. Like RPG, turn-based combat, drawn animation, set during Viking yeah, yeah. times. All components yeah. for a good game. For a good game. Not executed well at all. Oh shit, man. I want to yeah, play this now. I, I think I might I might play it before next week. And play see it. it. Do it. <laughs> Do yourself a favour. I'll try and get the mobile version. So I just, want to, I just want to comment on Adam's dad on holiday attire right now. I can't see it. What's he wearing? Oh, you want to see? It's, um, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's, um, it's Japanese. It's Ooh. got uh, Mount Fuji and some temples and shit. Yes, I had a, I've had four mental breakdowns this week, so I'm bringing out the summer wear. It's quite nice. It's quite nice actually. I feel kind of bad for making fun of it. It's quite nice. It's 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 quite a nice yeah. light material. Thank you. I like Thank it. You. What is it? A kimono? I can't really see from this. this. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, a kimono. it's a kimono. It's a cropped kimono. So you can't actually see below the table, but my belly's just hanging out underneath here. Oh, I want I want a kimono so badly. Oh, sexy. <laughs> uh, can I just comment on you? I know we talk about appearances and stuff, but. JJ, how many how many kids do you have? <laughs> You're looking fucking old, dude. I know, mate. Right, so I'm I'm 23. For for those of you who might not um, know me as well, but um, everywhere I go, like Phoebe's friends all thought I was at least, as in at least 30, right? And I just started a new job, and uh, people people asked me. They didn't ask me if I had any kids. They assumed I naturally had kids, and not only that, they'd say, "How, how many kids do you have? How, how many kids do you have?" How <laughs> I fucked them and rude. said ten. I'd have said ten. Yeah, I know. I should have done. Which wouldn't have been far from the truth. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> yeah, but literally, like. And uh, uh, some of the younger guys, they were playing the game at the table, and they were like, "Oh, you know, how old do we, how old do you think I am? How old do you think I am?" One of the guys said, and I was like, "Oh Christ, let's not start this." And, and they were all like, "They were like, oh, 22. He's like, "I'm actually 28." And they were like, "What? Oh, that's crazy!" And then it got to me, and they were like, "How old are you?" And I was, like, they were like, "28, 29." I was like, "Yeah, I'm 23. Thanks." I have a fun <laughs> rule for those. A fun rule for those games to make it interesting going forward. Always aim incredibly low or incredibly high 
like always go like like weirdly out of out of like sync. Most folk try and name yeah. it. I don't know, fifty. <laughs> how old you think I am? About I don't know, about fifty-two. Make it sound like you're being really serious, or the other way they go. How old you think I am? About thirteen, fourteen. That about right. Jesus. <laughs> I I used to live with a guy. Um, you used to live with a guy. I used to live with a guy. No, it was it was like it, I was in like halls. And we, I'd known this guy for a year, and it was on like the last day. We all went out for a drink or whatever, and what? we just got we had the same conversation. And honestly, this guy, so he has the same food every day. He has peas and chips and a little piece of chicken every single day for a year. He ate that. Oh my like, god, that guy's insides, man. He's a nice guy, but he was so particular about certain things. He said, "Oh, I used to live in I used to live in Croydon." I was like, "Oh, I used to go to college in Croydon, so we might have been there around the same sort of time." And he went, "Ha ha, I don't think so, mate." Mm. He was 35. I thought oh, he was like cool. 19. You loved him. <laughs> yeah, for a year. What, and he just has peas, chips and chicken? Yeah, that's why I thought he was 19. Was he single? A horrifying glimpse uh, into our potential futures. Oh, it's terrifying, isn't it? But yeah. <laughs> uh, talking about actually age, um, the game I played this week was Undertale. Oh, so good. Um, which... In it, you play as a child. Oh, shout out to you, Becky, if you're listening. I know you've just had a playthrough of that. Um, we've just been talking about uh, food. I'm really hungry. I'll be back in two seconds. Keep oh, talking, mate. Keep talking. Keep talking. I'll keep talking. It's okay. My mum's just texted me. It's came up on the screen. My dinner's out, so I need to go grab that. Go grab your chips and peas and a little bit of chicken, Josh. Go get your dinner from mummy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Undertale I've been playing this week. It's um, Have you played it, mate? Yeah, of course I have. Yeah, you have. Yeah. It's class. Um, I loved it. Who, who, mate, who do you think you're talking to? Who do you think you're talking to? Mate. Yeah, sorry. I was... But yeah, no, it's great. Like, the, it's... Uh, how's you, I, it's one of the few games that I've played. I finished the whole thing, and I cannot tell you what it was about at all. I cannot tell you what the fuck that game's about. <laughs> uh, human Soul kid. is the most powerful soul in in the universe right yeah essentially and there's seven of them and they've got to collect them yeah it's they've got to catch them all yeah <laughs> and you can either play this game completely pacifist so without killing anyone at all or you can play it genocide where you kill absolutely everybody or you can play it medium which is like apparently just as bad as killing everyone i don't really <laughs> it's it's not it, the the sort of the the neutral v- route the neutral one you sort of come out at the end of it and they still don't like humans but they can get on with them did you kill your cow mum i did i did kill my cow mum yeah you killed your cow mum i killed her you killed toriel you killed two toriel it's, <laughs> it's i feel like the whole point of the game though is is about that sort of um how genocidal or how pacifist you are that's the main thing the the game doesn't really matter itself it's it's the idea that you can actually play it without killing anyone did you know you did you know you you, you could do it completely pacifist uh i did halfway through i found out because i did a bit oh, of googling because i was like, oh, I quite like this. well you played it more accurately to how people played it when it when it came out if that makes sense yeah so like not everybody knew that you could when it first came out but now i feel like that's one of the most famous things about it is pacifist run genocide run do you know what i found out it was when there was i went down so it's fucking crazy you make friends with skeletons who try and capture you but then they want to have sex with you and then there's a fucking what's his fucking name papyrus 
Papyrus, that's it, and then his little his little brother. And Sans. And they're both named after the font that their character uses uh, when they Literally. speak, which is amazing. It's just a, it's just a, a piss take game. But the, I found out you could do the pacifist stuff when there's a bit in their section, so it's a snowy bit. You go down some, a staircase and there's a cave and you can't get through the door in the cave. And you actually find out later it's the one he's knocking on with all the jokes and stuff. Yeah. Um, but you you can't get in there unless you do a full on pacifist run through the whole thing. So that was it. That's when I found out. Is there not a thing, um, something to do with like, the bad guy at the end or something, like t- tutorial with his wife or something like that? Yeah, she's the queen. She was the uh, queen. She's the queen, she's yeah. The queen, yeah. 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 Spoilers. Um, and, but he's not, he's not the boss, the boss, the boss. The boss, the boss, the boss is Flowey. Yeah, that fucking evil flower. Who is the flower that attacks you at the beginning of the game. Honestly, when that fucking came up at the end, and he, the whole crazy like explosions and shit, I know this is right at the end of the game. Don't don't listen to this podcast if you want don't want spoilers because just, just don't listen to these spoilers. I was just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on now? Like, I, I usually understand things pretty well, but I just I was like, what what is going on? I'm enjoying it, but what is happening? I love games <laughs> like that. Also, the combat's really interesting because it's it's the mouse right which is just it's just moving a cursor which is crazy yeah, yeah. I, I love that bit i love to you had to work out where the cursor needs to go to dodge certain things or um the sort of the patterns some of the patterns are really good which is the one there's one where you they're coming in from different ways and you've got to work it out and as you beat this guy you you hit him harder and harder and harder until he's nearly dead and then he resurrects and then then you have to battle him again but as you each hit you give him again he slowly gets weaker and weaker and weaker and all of his attacks become like so easy to dodge after they've been like <laughs> from every direction they just come in really slowly and then he just dies <laughs> when you kill him <laughs> but yeah that was fun. really sad that was quite sad i'd recommend it it's a great game i'd say like an eight out of ten it's is really good i think the story is pretty wild do the run you want to do first and then if you really enjoy it go back and do a pacifist or a genocide run because but but if you if you do Right, spoiler guy here. If you do um, a pacifist run initially, oh, sorry. If you do a genocide run initially, restart the game. Do uh, a pacifist run after it. The game knows you did a genocide run first, and you will still end up with a horrible ending where the character looks at the looks at the camera with like red eyes. It's freaking creepy, man. It's crazy. Oh, mate, it's great. It's awesome. Love that. The guy who made it, Toby Fox. He sounds like he's some. He sounds like an eighties actor. Toby Fox. Toby Fox is Ethan Winter's son. Yeah, exactly. In the Undertale, <laughs> even Winter Summer, <laughs> the tale beneath <laughs> this fall. Um, I'll, I'll chat about one. One I didn't enjoy as much as i thought i was gonna it was good um oh i've got to say arthur i apologize it really hooked me at first and i did really enjoy the first like it's okay john (laughs) thanks arthur um (laughs) but i really enjoyed the first five hours and i was like oh yeah man you gotta get it you gotta get it it's great it's great it's great um luckily it was on sale at the time so it wasn't a lot of money but after fully completing it uh it was just okay. Um it's called Windbound. 
I don't know if you guys have seen advertised. Josh I just looked it. up at the screen. Is that the one where um, there's like a there's like an eagle and you've got a bow and arrow? No, that sounds good. It's more like Wind Waker, Wind Waker than Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it was. It's a survival game which um, has amazing sailing mechanics, and the whole game um, uh, revolves around you surviving off a raft, making uh, making a, a nice boat, and. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to explain. It's a survival game. It's a survival game. And every time you have to go to all sorts of islands which are randomly generated and uh, collect a crystal so that you can pass through a gate which then leads you to a, um, a linear level where you just use the boat that you made in the last world you were in to uh, get across a little a little stage. Right? Yeah. Um, so a lot of the times you are collecting things, you're killing animals, uh, to get leather and stuff, you get an armor, you're making spears, you're upgrading yourself with like magic crystals and yada, yada, yada. And the, the character's really cool. She's like, uh, like a Hawaiian kind of, you know, the whole, um, Moana. Yeah. Moana. It's really heavy Moana vibes. Polynesia or whatever, but it's that like Polynesian islands. Yeah, exactly. But you're building the rafts from like the bare minimum of like logs yeah, and yeah, twigs logs. and leaves yeah, and exactly. like, vines you can find and stuff. But once yeah. you, you get to a point, right, where you make a wooden catamaran, all right, which is like a two bladed raft with a big sail. And once you do that, it's just really, really easily beatable like really easy and it doesn't take you long to get there either sadly it looks amazing like it's it's cell shaded the lighting's really nice all the colors they use the little music themes are cute the story is like all up in the air it's basically like they found these sea gods and they like drank the blood of sea gods and now they're being punished for their sins yada 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 it kind of just sounds like moana the the, the game to be honest yeah it it, it is a little it's a little <laughs> but there is the combat is just really janky. Doesn't really make much sense. There's only really one attack, and that's thrust. That's that's literally it. That's the only way I attack. So you're saying it starts off well, but it it finishes a bit limp. This yeah, game. it just it just yeah, because you think oh yeah, and and like the survival mechanics are in such a way that every two seconds you have to eat, otherwise your health and your stamina just go. And it's like, Jesus Christ, I want to I wanna actually play the game. It's just, it's poorly paced, it's it's too short, it does look gorgeous. The first five hours of the game are great. Um, I think if I didn't get this game on sale, I would be, I'd be fucked off. It, it just, mm. it was just okay. It was just okay. I completed it, I did complete it. Um, it needed to be a lot longer than it was as well. If it was, if it was... 10 hours longer and there was more stages and they tweaked the combat just just a little it could be a fantastic game but it's the it's those things that just just bring it right down just bury it in the ocean like bin laden it's just ugh. fuck bin laden <laughs> fuck bin laden is that the final boss stage <laughs> Oh, the final boss is is pretty pretty sweet actually. You you go you're going through this through this river and like there's a giant like squid like shell creature just crashing shit and you're having to sail past the it. The Kraken. So 
yeah, it's pretty sweet, man. Uh, but yeah, it just it just wasn't it just wasn't like it was okay. It was just okay. I'd, I'd give it a five because it is a five game, five out of ten. Five out of ten. It's uh, slapped down the middle. There's so many of those games that just pop up on Instagram or pop up on Facebook, and that was one of them. I find that was just it was popping up everywhere in little adverts or little. Yeah, it looks. They advertised it really well. It looks really good. Yeah. <sighs> don't. So this is another game. Just don't bother buying it, guys. There's no point. Um, yeah, this I is mean, the, this I mean, is if, if it's a if, depressing episode of "Don't Buy This Game," yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if it's on if it's on sale, like if it was seven quid, it would be worth it. But it, I paid fourteen quid for it on sale, and it wasn't. Another game I played this week that was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Um, beat him up. Uh, don't buy it. Just don't. I got it for like three quid. Just it's th- oh, really? A lot of people. A lot of people like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I like the film. I like the movie. We all like the movie. I like the movie. Your hair looks really shaggy. So, Joshua, are you eating your what? What, have you, what is your meal? Because it actually looks quite similar to the guy that. Uh, you know, it's funny when you're saying about that because it is pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about a game we do like? Let's move on. Yes. What what game do we like today? Have you got Have you got any more? Because because uh, I'll sh- I don't know whether to talk about Bug Snacks first or Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks looks so much fun. Uh, okay, okay, right. Bug Snacks is really hard to explain. So let me just get the. I watched a video of it on YouTube, and I still had no idea what was happening. <laughs> and they were explaining it. <laughs> let me just get the lyrics to the Bug Snacks song by Caro Caro. Benicio. I still don't know if Bug Snacks is meant to be a kids game or no because it looks like a kids game, but everything I hear about it suggests that it isn't. Mate, 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 mate. This is one of the things I'm going to talk about. Um, so, boys, can a bug and can a snack? Try to catch them in your trap. Feed somebody and you'll see we are whatever we eat. That's Bug Snacks, baby. Is it the child catch or is it a flamingo? I can't tell. <laughs> is this like some kind of cannibalism? Is this endorsing the meat industry? I don't understand. Oh, mate, mate. Well, well, let me tell you the plot, okay? Again, through the lyrics. An expedition, 13 strong of grumpuses who all set off, seeking out a better life on Snacktooth Island. They did find a tasty quest to fill the hole that many feel inside their soul. Venture deep and reach the truth, and maybe you'll learn something too. You might think it sounds impossible. Till you've seen a sandwich climb a wall. It's bug snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were looking for a new intro for our Indie Game Book Club, but I think we just found it. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that song sounds like, you know, like a parody you'd get in, like, a film? Of, mate, like, some mate. kind of yeah. propaganda game. <laughs> Every, everyone, right now, look up the song on YouTube or, or Spotify, whatever. It's freaking brilliant. <laughs> So, I'm still no clearer. What is this game about? Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, oh, I've just told you. An expedition, 13 <laughs> strong of grumpuses who all set off... What the fuck is a grumpus? What's a fucking grumpus? What's a grumpus? What is a grumpus? Alright, so grumpuses are these... Oh, they're, they're the dominant species of this earth. They're like humans, except they're just monsters, right? Now... Some would say human beings are also monsters. So, bug snacks are like Pokemon made from snacks. So, there's something called a bunga which is a burger, all right? Mm. But it's also a little spider thing. 
and they go like this, bunger, 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 bunger. And they all say, they all say what they are, like, like Pokemon in the series. But what happens is you, you end up on this island because you try to get an interview with a lady called, oh, sugar, Phoebe! <laughs> Phoebe! Liz, oh, Liz, Lizbert, okay, Lizbert, and she is like a Steve Irwin explorer character. I'll try and remember the name of Lizbert, it doesn't matter now. Oh, okay, and Egabel. Egabel, who's uh, Lizbert's girlfriend. Right, so she is a, a Steve Irwin-like character, okay, and you go to the island to interview her to find out what the hell Bugsnacks are, because you're you're a journalist and Bugsnacks have never been seen before. Of course, of course you are, yeah. So you end up on the island and you discover a, a kid called Philbo was looking for Lisbeth and Lisbeth's gone missing. Philbo, you find hungry and stranded, and he goes, "Oh, could you, could you, could you catch me a bug snack and, uh, and I'll feel a bit better." Anyway, you catch the bug snack for him. You give him the bug snack, which is a strawberry, all right, and and a strawberry is like a strawberry bug, and they're freaking adorable. And all the bug snacks have googly eyes, and it's oh, it's amazing. Anyway. So <laughs> I realise this is the this is the rantings of a madman. I feel like I have have I has there been acid in this meal that I've just <laughs> ate? Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm watching Rick and Morty for the very first time, and we've gone straight to Mister <laughs> yeah. Meeseeks, and, and we're talking about plumbus. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Rick and Morty, but through the lens of a man that was born in 1870 and has no concept. <laughs> Of anything. <laughs> there was Lisbeth, and there was Strawbers. Strawbies. And there was a Grumpkin. <laughs> a Grumpus. Oh, I nearly got it. So, got it. so, anyway. So, you know, in the song, in the song, alright, this is why the song's important. It's bug snacks. We are whatever we eat, right? You feed him the bug snacks, and his arm turns into strawberries. Is that useful? That sounds like some kind of fucking, like... Uh, Lovecraftian horror. It's horrifying and absolutely brilliant. So you discover um, these bug snacks, and every bug snacks you catch. Imagine Pokemon, except every time you catch Pokemon, you have to figure out how to catch him. So it's a puzzle game, essentially. Yeah. And, uh, and all the characters, all the characters on the island, they're all like, no one is happy. They're all like insecure at first, and this is where this is where it's kind of you go. Is this a kids game or is this? I don't really understand. Um, so you try fill that hole in their life by oh. giving them bug snacks, right? Because bug snacks, bug snacks makes you makes them feel better about themselves. Okay, but um, eventually they discover if you do all the side quests. They kind of discover they're like, oh, bug snacks aren't everything. I should just be happy with myself, and which is good, right? That's good. So is bug snacks an addiction? Y- yeah, like yeah, they are. They're, drugs. There's there's one. That's, uh, wait, this is an important question, uh, and I need to ask it. Are the are bug snacks? Are they sentient? Are they living beings? Yes, but this no. is horrifying. So so right, the bug snacks don't have brains, nervous systems, or anything. They are like an anomaly. They live, but they're not alive. Again, Lovecraftian levels of horror. Exactly. Egg, mm. egg freaking exactly. Um, so, uh, slight spoiler, Scat. If you can even understand anything he's saying, we've got no idea. This is going to be a spoiler. Right, okay. 
So this is when this is when it becomes kind of awkward, right? Because if you do all the side quests, this is the only thing you have to do to get the good ending. Do all the side quests and you get the good ending. Do none of them or overfeed the people in your town loads of bug snacks so they they become bug snack all over okay for example they could have a corn body strawberry arms and like burger feet or some shit okay yeah if you overfeed everyone then you can get the bad ending as well the bad ending me and phoebe looked it up after because oh phoebe played this by the way i just sat back and watched and it was one of the best games i've ever just watched in my life (laughs) honestly um so we looked up the bad ending and jesus christ if you were a child just playing the game and going ah just get on with the main story you would be mortified scarred for life it's horrifying Jesus, man. Really horrifying. I'm horrified already. If you get the good ending, it's kind of cute. And then there's an after credit scene and you're like, oh, holy shit. It's crazy. It's did, crazy. I think I'll ever, get this. Did you guys ever watch or ever heard of that, that movie? What's it called? The one where they did a Simpsons episode at Trios of Horror, but it's like the, the mad scientist on the island and he's turning everybody into animals. It's almost like that. It's almost that's like that. What yeah. that. That's exactly what it sounds like. Is it like Dr. Karlov or something like that? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, thank you for that 13-minute description about bug snacks. That was... Uh... <laughs> I'm out of breath listening. Adam, what did you think of Hades now that you've played it? Yeah, no, Hades is great. It's, it's, I picked it up again yesterday. Very Brit, not for very long, like half an hour or something. It's it's crazy. It's just crazy, and I had to get myself back into it because you've got to learn the mechanics and like the movement. But it's just the it's just constantly reinvents itself. Um, I got I got to the end once. I got right to the end once. Um, I didn't win, and I went all the way back to the start. And I got close a couple of times, but I think once you get to the end, that first time is when they really ramp it up. They yeah. really make it harder. Yeah. Um. And then I just haven't played it for three months. So I'll, I'll, when I finish it, I'll, I'll get back to you. But my it, thing, but... my thing with with Hades, especially, and which is why, guess why we're talking about it again, is it's so easy just to pick up. Like I can play Hades for ten minutes. I can play Hades for two hours. It doesn't matter, and I'll still enjoy myself. I've I've reached the end six times now. Oh, Adam, isn't it great when you get to Hades himself and the main theme mm-hmm. plays? Yeah, it's and it's sick. just it is ding, sick. and you're like, yeah, fucking 80s! <laughs> it just it won the BAFTA, didn't it? He rolls his like colossal buff shoulders and just burns off his cape. You're like, oh fuck, it's on, man! Daddy, daddy, <laughs> oh daddy, father. <laughs> I take it it doesn't look like uh, Hades from the hit Disney movie Hercules. No, he looks like oh. he looks like. You know, you go to the gym and there's that guy who's like 48 and he's in the best shape of his life and he's really hairy. Just me then. <laughs> Going by your meal you've just eaten, yes, I would say so, yes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Mate, freaking class. Nothing but health. Freaking class. Have we got any more games we'd like to talk about? Anything, any I've, random shit that's just happened the last I feel, couple I feel weeks? Like, I feel like I've just chatted the whole episode because I do genuinely have one more game. Go for it, go for it, please. Can go, please. Beguile is that last one was quite entertaining. Oh, the, oh the, this, this, <laughs> this one, this one's called Ashen. 
All right, and Ashen is what is often poorly described as a Souls-like game, so a game like I Dark think Souls. I've seen that, and I nearly downloaded it and didn't, because it looked like Dark Souls. It's fucking, it's nothing like Dark Souls, and when I say nothing, I mean, it's a little bit like it. <laughs> but I think so you lied, you blatantly just lied. It doesn't, it doesn't do it justice when people say it's a Souls-like, I'm like, no, it isn't because it's not. It's not as hard. What it is is a really good open world fantasy adventure game with slightly challenging combat. But the thing, the the thing that sets apart from Dark Souls is you have quests for characters which are really just easy to follow, and you care about those people. And your um, your the hub world you're in gets bigger and bigger every time you like do side quests and stuff. And it just it's just a feel good game. It's got the um, it's cell shaded. There's moments of like dark. There's like jokey bits. It's just it's just really really fun. I was literally just playing it, and you know, before my eyes, freaking two hours went past, and all I was doing was walking around and trying to level up and stuff. Before my eyes, and before thine eyes, two <laughs> hours had passed by. Um, if anybody saw our, our story today, it was freaking. Yeah. I, I did you see? Did you see the story, boys? I did, but I didn't know what game it was. It was Ashen. That's Ashen. Oh, was that Ashen? So the two oh. characters on screen, they can both, uh, they can both be companions, and, and like they'll just join cool. you in quest just randomly. It's freaking great. Can't be worse than uh, can't be worse than Banner Saga. So I'll download it. <laughs> Uh, have either of you two played any of the free games on PlayStation at the moment? Subnautica? Yeah, I played some Subnautica. I've played some Subnautica. I'm actually going to go and download Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> um, we are planning on doing some sort of online streaming, twitching or something. So let us know which games you'd like us to see us play. We're not very good at games, um, but we should make it entertaining Speak at some point. Speak for your fucking self. <laughs> By God, are we entertaining. You saw that one that me and JJ got in Apex last night? I had nine goddamn it was kills. Incredible. Nine goddamn kills. Mate, it was amazing. We were we were like bloody I don't know, some kind of SWAT team or something. It was crazy. We were like SEAL team sex. We didn't we we didn't stop fighting the entire game. And anybody who's played a um battle royale. Apex. Sometimes you can go ten minutes without seeing anyone. <laughs> yeah, and then just get killed and you're like, oh brilliant. This time it was like, we just did not stop. Did you utilise rolling or static thunder? We didn't. Neither of us <sighs> were the right characters for it. I was, um, I was Path. I was, I was Mirage and he was Pathfinder. You keep getting wins on Pathfinder, don't you? I'm good. I can't help being good as Pathfinder. Mate, you'd love Titanfall. Every character you play as is, the, the, the character you play as is basically Pathfinder. Uh, when you're online anyway. If you play the pilot, you're just zipping around. Very exciting, so hopefully we can get um, some form of um, streaming set up. I think we're looking at doing Borderlands 3. Yes. Yes, I think Borderlands 3. I will definitely be playing as Amara again. When we were playing um, Borderlands 2, that would stress me out so much because I had no idea what was going on. We were usually playing it at 3 in the morning and then you'd be like shouting and be like, do this, do this, I'm like, I don't know what I have. So much going on in Borderlands, man. There was one point that I had a really good gun. I had it for ages, and I was I was getting decent kills with it. And I accidentally swapped it out, and then one of you fucking little people swoops in <laughs> and picks up the gun. That would have been Josh. It was probably and me. I lost that it. Would have been Josh. Yeah, probably. I yep. <laughs> I'll call dabs on Moors, by the way. Hey, mate, you go for it. Um, 
Make sure you get the perk where um, you can have turrets on your back because we can all jump on your mech and that's fucking great. Oh, that reminded me of something. Um, I heard about a new leak for another new Apex Legend. Another one? Yep. Got the Titanfall one, uh, who's Blisk, I think, but there's another one that's been leaked. Yeah, Blisk was the... He's the baddie in Titanfall 2. Yeah, he's been leaked uh, as a legend. But also there's another... I can't remember her name, but all her abilities are flight-based. Oh, so, weird. Uh, her passive is when you jump, if you hold the jump button, you've got like a jetpack and you can like hover around. Um, I, can't, I can't remember what our... I can't remember what our um, what our uh, tactical is. I think it might be just like a, a kind of boost. But our ultimate, our ultimate is essentially just um, like a like a balloon tower. But you you, oh. you select it. She prepares her jets. Your teammates can run up and basically grab onto you, and then she shoots into the air, and you can fly off. Oh, sick! Like a, oh, like a jump sick. tower. That's oh, so mate, cool. that's gonna like fuck that. up so many people. Fingers crossed. We've got to save up our red little red little tokens yeah, then for these two new save characters, legend hopefully. Tokens, boys. Is there anything else you'd like to add, boys? Or are we rounding off our Indie Game Book Club 3? I'm quite happy with that. Socials? Plug the socials? Yeah, please. Oh, this is one thing I was, I've been meaning to say. If you can, and this is proper beggy, but just give a little five star. Even if it's not that good, <laughs> it just means more people see it on all the apps and stuff. So if you're on Spotify, if you're on Acast, um, just... Because nothing is given Uber given Uber rating, we'll give you a five star as a listener, and you give us a five star as a podcast, whatever. And it's a mutual, it's a mutual system. At, at Bro, you haven't pod Instagram. Um, we're very, very active. We will always respond to a DM. And I would say this is the biggest thing: just t- tell your friends, tell your bloody friends. You've got to have gamer yeah. friends. Tell your friends to start listening uh, about halfway through series two as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Tell your friends to miss like the first like three episodes, and then uh, once we've all got mics and shit, and then then it's all good. <laughs> put this podcast on in your car. It- at your nu- at your fucking at, at your fucking uh, uh, your work. Couldn't you think of anything to say? You were about, <laughs> you were about you were about to say your grandma's funeral until you remembered, didn't didn't you? No, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> And you can't <laughs> prove that. <laughs> okay, thank, thank you, boys. You we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Let me just finish it with a... Bug Snacks tune to see us out. The one, the only... Come to Snack Tooth Island and discover it's Bug Snacks. Whoa, whoa, It's Bug Snacks. <laughs> And now, just a little bit of bonus content for you. This game had such a profound impact on our little boy JJ that he just couldn't shut up about it. So he wanted to tell you this. He really did. Um, here you go. So there's a... Okay. So there's a... There's, there's, this, there's a non-binary character who everybody, all the bug snacks on the island, respectfully say they, them, even uh, their brother calls them their sibling doesn't call them like their sister or their brother um and and i I find that really sweet i find it really sweet that everybody respectfully calls them by their pronouns right the only thing is i find it awkward because 
nobody on the island likes this person. <laughs> oh no! Oh bless them! Don't have the trade off they've had. They're like, well, we'll put up no one can like him, though. No one can like him. Yeah, it felt a bit like it was like, why, why, why have you, yeah, I was like, why have you made this character so insufferable? That's like a push. It's like both a push in the right direction by getting all the pronouns right, and then in the wrong direction by making her universally hated by everybody else on the island. It's, it's a step in the direction of representing non-binary people that are also assholes. A lot of people are twats, no matter what, you know. Yeah, but it was just a bit like, why don't you, why don't you make, why don't you make them really cool and likable? Did I tell you, just, my transgender? It's just samurai, really weird. <laughs> um, how, how does a transgender samurai kill people? They slash them. Brilliant. It's a funny joke. <laughs> it's a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the last episode we've been cancelled goodbye guys thank you for listening to the bro you haven't podcast be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at bro you haven't pod for updates on future episodes and more if you like this week's episode you can catch our other episodes on spotify acast and youtube on behalf of myself adam and josh have a lovely week goodbye <laughs>